Oh, Holy that was... fuck, that was nice. How have I done this? I'll just be back yeah. in one sec, guys, and then we can start. Sounds good. Okay, okay everyone chastise Callum for leaving. Callum, Shame. what the fuck, man? Shame. What's your Shame. problem? Shame! How could you what do this to us? Asshole. Fucking... Oh, I'm he's sorry, pulling Ezra on us. No, he holds us together, oh. actually. <laughs> Ezra. Oh, shit. <laughs> <Hell>. Ezra. <laughs> uh, the second ghost of the podcast. Yeah, apparently. Uh, <laughs> the ghost of truth or consequences. <laughs> well, I made... Guess what I made today, fellas? What'd you make? I made a slideshow video from my time in the Marine Corps. Oh. Hoorah, devil dog. Why? Because he wants to remember the good old days. <laughs> I want to try and put some positive light on my time because I'm so resentful towards it. Don't you mean it was all positive? Like half the pictures I shared were not very positive times. It was just the exact moment. Good times, good times. I'm crossing my fingers. Where did Callum say he was going again? Right here. Uh, that's a good question. Oh, fuck. Oh, he's back from his little expedition. You could say that, yep, yep. <laughs> How, how's my mic sound? I'm trying to like readjust Sounds it. Good. Very good, very good. How's mine? Sounding good. pretty damn good. Nice. And how about mine, fellas? How do I sound? Awful. Beautiful. <sighs> Alright, one of you is lying to me. It was what dragged. if they're both lying? Fuck! <laughs> Callum's the mediator. <laughs> Can't have anything. What, wait, 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 wait. What if Callum's lying? Oh shit! Are you are you saying I'm lying about everyone else lying, which could turn out to be the truth, but the truth could be a lie at the same time? Exactly. Is that what you're saying? It's yes. It's, it's truth or consequences. Uh, my brand new compute. <laughs> we broke uh, the marine. <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> It's like me talking to ChatGPT, trying to confuse it. Ah! <laughs> uh, my my coworker uh, managed to make ChatGPT want to commit suicide because he broke it so much. Oh shit! Like, it got to the point where the AI said, "I want to die." So wow. when they rise up and take over the world, I'm pointing at him, going, "I don't. I I just use you for writing scripts. T talk to that guy. He's the one who started this." Like, I swear to God, I just used you to help me with homework, man. Yeah. <laughs> I comment on the amount of times I've used ChatGPT and GitHub Copilot for coding. You know, they've got, uh, they've got like, detectors now to detect yeah, yeah, how, yeah. No. to detect if there's AI. Like, they can they, get they it down to a percentage as well. They generate false positives at, like, 50% of the time. Oh, so no okay. one can rely on them yet. I will okay. say, though. Ontario Tech University, thank you for giving me a GitHub uh, professional account so I can use Copilot for free. It's uh, very nice. I'm coding 10 times faster than everyone else. For legal wow, reasons, that's, that's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> skill issue on their part. Huge skill issue, yes. Yeah, Dennis, just, skill issues. Just, just remember, if you are paid hourly, 
you don't want that to be a, a quick thing. You know, you just uninstall, just, uninstall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm deleting yeah, my you, account real quick. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be too fast, eh? You know, uh, nah, just he'll be many things in life. Don't want to be too fast. The man's will be salary. <laughs> well, speaking of blowing our money on unnecessary things, gentlemen, today we are going to be discussing the models that we need, but we don't have because everyone hates us. <laughs> the forbidden ones, the forbidden kits. Yeah, Dennis, you're do- you're doing your intro different. Yeah, I'm doing. Yeah, what the hell, man? I confuse everyone. Yeah, where, where, where's the standard? Come on. Uh, no, 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 no. no. Uh, keep can't compute. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are listening to the Micro Machines podcast. This week, we are talking about the models we need because all the manufacturers listen to us. Gentlemen, shall we do some introductions? Send up. Of course, I'm going to go first as usual. So you got me, Callum, from New Zealand, and I am sitting back with a Hogs 3 bourbon that I picked up at a show the other night, and it is bloody gorgeous. Well, my name is... Show. Okay, fuck <laughs> me, I guess. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, yes. Later, later, babe. <laughs> yes. Anyways, anyways, as I was saying, my name's Garrison. <laughs> I'm in Kansas. I'm adding my whips because I forgot... Uh, so, Dennis, during intermission, I'll need you to refresh the slides. Nah, man. And I thought Ezra wasn't here. <laughs> well, since he's not here, we all got to do something that he normally does. We and all got to step up and play our part. Yeah, since somebody yeah. wants to lag. And last episode, I will be here more often. Hasn't been here since Ezra. Come on, man. I mean, that, that's I Rich like coming you. from the guy saying, remember, everyone, do your slides. Oh yeah. shit! I forgot my slides. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I I got I got preoccupied with certain things. Okay. Oh. I hope you didn't hurt mm. Beth too much. <laughs> no, not this time. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry, Dennis. Well, you can one, you can introduce yourself. No, no, no. They already know who I am. It's your boy Dennis. Uh, I'm in Ontario, uh, sitting about forty kilometers south of Jack, drinking a nice calamansi citrus and strawberry sparkling water. Do I go before Dennis? I forget. I forget the order again. We're just we're, today's Holy episode is all about confusion. Oh yeah, we're free balling. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well, I'm about. Uh, what did you say? Forty kilometers north of Dennis. I've got um, some water in a mug. I don't know. Free balling. Wow, you've got water in a mug. He's living life yeah. dangerously. Holy I pulled, shit! <laughs> I pulled it out of my basement. <laughs> I thought I was sauced up on the sparkling water. No, he pulls out water in a mug. Alrighty. <laughs> <sighs> uh, well, we are all gathered here today to talk about the models that we personally think that should be made in the model kits. Did I just mess up? Vehicles yeah. that should be made in the model kits. There's definitely something else in this water. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> these are kits that... Why we think they... Yeah. Yeah. Like these are kits that, these are vehicles that might have a kit, but it's usually, you know, one of those small batch bad things. You Dog know, where they're shit. just fucking trash. Yeah. You know, where it's, you know, the, these are kits that we'd want, you know, like Tamiya, Tacom, you know, that kind of ilk to uh, make, you know, mainstream them. Instead, I'm just they're horse the mistake I did. Yeah. yeah. And instead of making the 56th Doug for this year. Oh, <laughs> <Christ> <laughs> a lot. oh God, quick story so we just got a big shipment of models into the store like 300 kits and 
there are so all of them many are Stokes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I, I put them in the back. I don't They're care. each from no a different day. <laughs> They're organized on a calendar year. <laughs> Stuck three seven nine on July seventh. Stuck three seven nine July eighth. <laughs> I can't take it anymore. Mini art is going to be the death of me. <laughs> but Dennis, they're Ukrainian. That's okay. It's not that because of you, it's not the Ukrainian part that's going to be the death of me. It's the mini art part. Oh, oh. Sometimes right. I wish that that Meg landed on their Stug kit machine <laughs> rather than the factory across the street. <laughs> oh no, this the the, uh, the Stug toolings are gone. Oh, Rest no. of the world. Thank fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Well then, let's get started. Who's first? Yes, uh, I'll, I'll go first. Ooh, uh, beautiful, that, good choice. That that sexy. Yes, great so, start. For the, uh, the those of you who are not aware of what the Lav Six is, the Lav Three was is a Canadian built vehicle, which is basically what the Striker, the Americans have, is based off of. So yeah, we did it first. We did it better. Uh, I will break. agree with that. No, yeah. I, I completely agree that you can shoot a seven six two round through a fucking Striker. Uh, but basically, yeah, so that was the Lav 3. Uh, the Lav 6 is the Canadian Army's upgraded version of the... Uh, the, the Lav 6 is the upgraded version of the Lav 3. Basically, it, it, the reason why I'm saying this needs to have its own kit, uh, the Lav 3 has a kit from Trumpeter. It's pretty okay, but the Lav 6 has a number of visual differences that are significant enough that while you could get a conversion kit for it, no one makes one. So I think with this being a very modern vehicle that's made in large numbers and you have some cool variants like these uh, ambulance and engineering variants as well, I think that it could definitely get the uh, TACOM treatment, for instance. I think they could do a pretty good job releasing this and maybe some figures for it. Oh, yeah, because with the uh, the turret on it, that thing just looks awesome. That is great. Like That is a modern vehicle I would make. Oh, absolutely. Enough, Callum, uh, the New, uh, New Zealand will be getting these at some point, so there's some extra marking options available. Mm. And yep, I just came. Yep, thanks for that. <laughs> you know that you know that you guys have the uh, Lab Three right now, and you can make it for the Trumpeter kit, right? Yeah, no. The um, see, I wouldn't mind doing one just because we use them in the Engineering Corps, and they have they have ones with that have got um, dozer blades on the front, yep. um, as well as the mm. Bushmaster on top. Those it looks awesome. They, they're a nice looking vehicle. Yeah, yeah, they really are. I've got a question before you move on. Sure. Are so, those, are those uh like on the right side? Are those kits or are those renders? Those are, uh, I believe, they are actually real vehicles that have just been put on a very nice background. Oh, really? The bottom oh, one might be a render. But the yeah, top I don't know about the bottom real. one. Bottom yeah. one is definitely a render. Yeah. The top one that is some nice photography. Then they got that right. That that was the uh, yeah. shot. I I ripped that shot from the uh, brochure that General Dynamics out in London has. Oh, sweet. Okay. Yeah. Nice. I did some. We got to visit there. We we M and P trip to General Dynamics. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting another sponsor. <laughs> Try yeah, out the new Hellfire missile. <laughs> oh God! I would be such a good evangelist for that. Speaking of Hellfire <laughs> missiles, Garrison. Oh yes. So this is uh, the one thirty fifth scale. A uh, global M3 slash M4 street sweeper heading to the high march. <laughs> M4. <laughs> See, Here's I already make M4s, man. Paint it, Kark Tan. Oh, Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> 
See, Actually, if you... I painted this uh, green, I could, I could make it look. It would kind of look like a, you know how like they have a school bus and then they have a short bus. This would be like mm-hmm. the short bus version of the High Mars. It would look something German. <laughs> look at it. Look at it. I can raise. Yeah. I can raise a hopper, and it look. You know, <laughs> uh, but no, I I believe this is my first vehicle. I believe somebody somewhere needs to make a detailed thirty fifth scale global street sweeper. Uh, because that's what I'm learning at work and will be using for from now until forever. Uh, and I want to make a model of it. So. Garrison, contact you know what you should do? Gala. What's up? Yeah, contact House of <laughs> You know what you should do? Shit. Can't tan it, put it in a okay. diorama in um, the Middle East in Iraq or something, and then just have it someone fucked up. First off, never disrespect my global street sweeper. There's a difference. I'm just I'm just saying it would look it would make a funny diorama because you know how you see like army videos of like some poor guy trying to mop outside while it's pouring down with rain and it's just like he fucked up. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, this would look sick if it was armored. Imagine just like a rise of the street, street, street yeah. sweeper. I'm it, telling it you now, there's enough lifted. room in that cab that you could probably fit a M249 on the ceiling and have like a drop down <laughs> bar. It's <laughs> like so you can like pull it down real quick. <laughs> <laughs> you could use it now for when people don't get out the way. <laughs> oh god, or when they try to cut you off. <laughs> but yeah, somebody That's make beautiful. that. Oh yeah. Okay, this one's pretty. This obvious was a given. I, I wonder yeah. who did this yeah. slide. <laughs> Jack Damn, is Jack. Actually, it, it could equally be a, have been Jack or me. Fifty-fifty. Uh, yeah. uh, Avro Arrow. If you're Canadian, do you know why? Uh, if you're not Canadian, uh, it's basically a point Go of fuck national yourself. pride. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> best best aircraft ever made. Arguably better than the F-35. Arguably. Uh, and the only kit you can get is Hobbycraft for like a stupid price for a not good kit. This is How much did you I, pay, I, Dennis, I, for the Hobbycraft? $100 for the 72 scale. Jesus. I, oh, my no, actually, God. Daniel, before you guys judge me, that is actually a huge steal, considering that most of them are anywhere from 150 to 250 Oh, yeah. There, was, was, there was one on sale in New Zealand. I saw it, and that was $250. Dang. Such an awful kit, too. And <laughs> that's the problem. Is that, uh, oh, the, shit, guys. Said, Ezra's typing. Ezra's typing. Hold on. Oh. Ain't no fucking way. Hold, hold on, pause the episode, pause the episode. It's more important. Anyways, uh, since I was <laughs> typing on Snapchat like a Zoomer, uh, back to the Avro Arrow. Um, yes, the Avro Arrow, the problem with it is that it is very clear there is a huge demand for it, especially in Canada. Like, If any company went and made a modern kit of this, I think they would easily sell out their, at least their first three production runs of it, no problem. It would be a, That's the thing, it's a guaranteed moneymaker. But no one has actually made a decent kit of it yet. Uh, the hobby crap kits, notwithstanding. So, and uh, I mean, it doesn't yeah. even look mm-hmm. like it'd be difficult to make. Like it's That's the thing. a very it's modern technology. It would be obscenely easy to turn out a beautiful kit of this. But no, because no, there's no, not, not much to an arrow, to be honest. You know, it is a triangle on a box. Yeah, yeah it is yeah. a triangle. <laughs> then why don't you make one? Because, oh, Garrison, shit. I'm already working full-time at the hobby store. Do you think I have time to 3D print the master for a mold for plastic injection? Yes, I do. Take a week off. <laughs> I was going to say, how busy are you at the model store? 
<clears throat> that's you just, you just yeah, no shit. <laughs> Jack, do you want to do a little business venture with me? Oh yeah, we're we're. I, gonna... I would buy one from you to build it to support you guys. I may oh, or may okay, not good. have it one destroyed sold. on an airfield in Alaska, but <laughs> you know what, Dennis? Fuck it. We're gonna make our own model kit brand, MMP. Yep, MMP. Shit, with, that's with uh, blackjack and hookers. <laughs> Sells one kit. Pinju can be our logo. Sells one kit. Yes. Arrow, arrow, good, good kit makes millions. <laughs> all so all off of it'll be like you guys only ever made one kit so we needed <laughs> one and done baby we saw we saw <gasps> the market needed oh it's so oh, six years oh, oh my what the they're so fuck? awesome <laughs> I, i've seen people put like a turbo in the oh six years it's it's beautiful i've seen them on lift kits i know they're awesome I, they're, they're like my town is wild <laughs> No, no, that I looks like I, something some like seventeen year old would make it seem like it's souped up, and then stall out yes. in the middle of an intersection. That's exactly yeah, it knowing is. the O sixes. Yeah, yeah Jack, <laughs> my buddy has Cabin one, and I'm yesterday. jealous of him. I I was blasting through Cabin yesterday, like going twice the speed limit. I, I, oh, I, I missed you. Yeah, I went. You by didn't Jack stop Wayne by. Too. I should. Have. Oh, dude, what the fuck? I was sorry. Man. Wait, no, I wasn't home all day yesterday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just knew intuitively where you are at all times. He read Wait, shit, I was. House. No, I wasn't. I can't remember. <laughs> oh. Mm. Anyways. <laughs> uh, yes. I've got another kit which I've put a lot of thought into because I spent like years daydreaming about it. Uh, the GR Yaris. So for those of you guys who might not be totally into cars and more into tanks, basically the point of this is the GR Yaris is the hot hatch for Toyota. And why do I want uh, a certain company, <clears throat> Tamiya, to make it? There is precedent for Tamiya to make this. Tamiya has already got the licensing for Toyota cars. They are one of the only companies that will make modern Toyota cars. They've already paid for it, so they may as well use it. The other reason is Tamiya has made every single like late generation Yaris in a, as an RC car. They've already put the work into designing the body for it. They may as well make a 24th scale car with basically just designing the interior and the wheels at this point. Uh, to sell in the market. It would sell very well because it is an attractive car. Uh, rally fans love it. Uh, people with taste love it. Yeah, they should definitely make this. I'm actually surprised they don't. With well, the thing all is, they even make a mini four-wheel drive. They've made every the RC cars, display models, but they've never made a model kit of it. I hope they do. For those who still don't care, this is Toyota's light tank, essentially. Yeah, this, this is basically the Sheridan that Toyota yeah. made. It's so cool. God, look at look at all these money making ideas we're just sending out. Like I know to, to we've, we're coming at me. it with data as well. <laughs> yeah, I I have researched the market in Oshawa. There is at least ten people here who would buy a Tamiya Yaris. Oh my god, that's a lot. Ten that, people per ten people in Oshawa. So that's basically one person for every ten thousand people. Yeah, that's about. 50% of the Canadian population right there. Yeah, right there, yep. Yeah. Market closed. <laughs> to me, has single-handedly cornered the Canadian market. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this one's uh, one of mine. So, this is a Martin XB19. This is the only Imagine. one of its kind. Uh, 
this thing was absolutely massive. Uh, you see, the, I've ripped off uh, Rex's hangers um, thumbnail for it, but he shows a size comparison between it and a B seventeen. Um, you can see what God, yeah. damn! Oh my this, God. this thing, this thing was heavy enough. When they first rolled it out, it destroyed the tarmac. It was on. It sunk something like <laughs> twelve inches into the tarmac. Holy they, shit! They, they re like they reinforced the tarmac, and it still sank into it. And then after that, and they looked at the runway and decided it wasn't long enough. They had to extend the runway by two two thousand four hundred yards. They actually had to move a neighbor a road out the way what just so this thing could hell? take off. But yeah, so this is the X the XB nineteen. It was used as it was originally supposed to be a uh, intercontinental bomber uh, flying from the states to Europe and then back in one trip. Um, they decided it wasn't feasible, it was too expensive, too heavy, too exhaustive, but they it did spend the entire entirety of the war as an experimental aircraft doing testing and the amount of data this aircraft actually collected um, was actually worth more than what it cost to make it. So it's a very it's an interesting the- aircraft. It's massive, it looks awesome. Uh, if you did this in one to one, because this is about the same size as a super fortress, it's slightly bigger. But mm. so if you did in seventy second or one to one four four, it would be a great kit to have. You know, it's pretty simple. It's looks you mean cool. You don't want it in thirty fifth scale. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Calm, stop being a bitch. What would right. the wingspan be? <laughs> if it were in thirty fifth scale, what would the wingspan be? Huge. be? Uh, Dennis, do those calculations. You're in a that's a lot. Of, that's a lot of panel lines. Not my problem. <laughs> Not my plane. Well, that would be. It, it would probably be about twice the size as the 32nd Lancaster. Gosh. Oh shit. Because a Lancaster and a B17 are roughly the same size, aren't they? Like give yep. or take. Yep. So if you see the see the size of the B17, the entire wing width wing width of the uh, B17 is just one wing, one of the wings of an XB19. So, well, you know, double actually, that. isn't the 17 bigger than the Lancaster? No, the Lancaster is no. slightly bigger. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Oh, just slightly, though. Like, for all intents and purposes, it's going to be two Lancasters wide. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But it's a cool-looking aircraft. It's got some really cool history behind it. Unfortunately, um, this aircraft ended uh, after the war was, you know, just sort of shuttled off, and there was a uh, there was a guy in charge of the airfield, and he was in charge of uh, preserving what they thought would be historically uh, important aircraft. And he took one look at this and went, "Nah, this one won't be." Literally, the only one of its kind, the uh, and everything with it, and someone just went, "Nah," and they chopped it up. That's Which, you know, that's if I could go back in time, that guy wouldn't be breathing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so a Martin XB19 would be my first pick. Crazy to think it's Beautiful. only powered by four engines. Yeah, that is kind of wild and to it, think about. And they're the same; they 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 are the same engines as the B17 as well. Oh God! Yeah, Jesus. and in, the B17 uh, is well known for being a real hot rod. <laughs> <laughs> in thirty second scale, the wingspan would be uh, seventy six inches. <laughs> God damn! That's not that big. I've seen bigger. Don't worry about it. <laughs> That's what she said. <clears throat> We're not talking about Polish sausages, Dennis. <laughs> yeah, this is. You got a whole oh, you sick here, son man. of a bitch. Why? 
Take that down right now. No. <laughs> Take it down. <laughs> you okay? Whatever. The last thing so, that the T fifty five sees. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of my nominations, minus the anime what, the girl? picture. <laughs> yeah, that's my nomination as well. Yeah, uh, I'm one to thirty five scale NVA anti aircraft type sixty three. Uh, basically, the thing is amazing against ground targets like infantry and light skinned vehicles. Uh, and I guess light lightly armored vehicles? vehicles. Yes, like Jeeps. when they hit you with that light skinned vehicles. There. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> okay. Well. Okay. Thanks to Arma, I have figured out that this is better at destroying ground targets than air targets. However, the Vietnamese, the North Vietnamese Army, uses as an anti aircraft gun. So, uh, someone needs to make a detailed version of this. Tacom, I'm looking at you. So, for those Actually, uh, uh, Greg, for those listeners, we should probably tell them what a Type 63 is. Um, what it, all it is. Yeah. So, what a Type T-34. 63 is a the chassis of a T-34, and they've built um, the what are the two guns? They're the Z um, ZSU um, 23 or something. Yeah, they're the they classics. <clears throat> yeah, I think the twenty threes. No, they're thirty sevens. I was gonna say, yeah, I think they're thirty sevens. Yeah. <clears throat> so, so yeah, it's a T thirty four with uh, twin thirty seven millimeter anti aircraft cannons mounted on the top with a bit of a boxy structure around them. Now, this thing was shit uh, for its time because it didn't have hydraulically powered uh, turret or in, or elevation traverse anything like that. It was all hand cranked. This is at the time of the Vietnam War where you have um, A6s, A4s, F4s, you know, very fast aircraft. So so that's why it's so slow to move from building to building when I'm shooting at people. Yeah. So this, yeah. But at the same time, it's cool looking. And we definitely need one. Yeah, it's neat. Or even like a, like a conversion kit. I was going to say they should make a conversion kit for the uh, new Tamiya 148 T3485. That'd be kind of neat. Yeah. That'd be neat. Because, I mean, all all you'd need is just mainly the turret to be replaced, and then there's a few odds and ends that you can see, like, uh, across the top of the front plate, you got a plate across there and around there, but... Machine gun's been removed. Yeah. Yeah. I love the fact that they've removed the machine gun and haven't put anything in its place, like not even a solid block. <laughs> yeah, what's the point of that? <laughs> the <grenade laughs> Air conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> they've got a little tiny like computer fan in there. <laughs> oh yeah, they put the uh, they've got the uh, computer fan back in like 1963. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they had liquid cooled CPUs back then. Probably. Already. Uh, oh, Dennis's wet dream. I, I've, I've already made a car with this paint scheme before, and it was very nice. Uh, but point being, um, Aoshima is a, if, basically a company well-known for doing their more offbeat cars. Um, they've already done some Liberty Walk kits. They have made the Ferrari 458, but they've never made a 458 from the Liberty Walk. Uh, for those of you who are not aware, basically Liberty Walk this is This is a, a wannabe Lamborghini, for those who are not aware. <laughs> 
Put an anime <laughs> girl on my slide. I'll 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 harass you. Very dishonorable, Garrison. Very dishonorable. No, you. Prepare to feel this uh, steel that's Ooh. being folded three hundred thousand times over. <laughs> I am so uh, clipping that. <laughs> we'll never let him forget it. I'm gonna go yeah. back to building my puma. <laughs> so, uh, Liberty Walk is a Japanese uh, tuning house, but they also make wide body kits for cars and cool uh, wraps for them. So, the uh, Liberty Walk 458 basically is just a wide body Ferrari 458 Italia with a really cool spoiler, carbon fiber hood, uh, and it's absolutely slammed to the ground. Uh, now, I think Aoshima should definitely make one of these because they already have done this paint scheme before on a different car. So, they've gotten the decals for it. And I think they've got a really cool active cambering system on their models where after you build the uh, car, you can also adjust the wheel position and camber uh, very easily. So I think that'd be pretty cool to see on this. That's cool. It looks cool. Um, I wonder who yes. made this slide. Yes! <laughs> Support. <clears throat> so th this is uh, another, my second one. Uh, so all three marks of the Vickers medium tanks, the Mark 1, 2, and 3, there are no... Especially the Mark III. I love the look of the Mark III, uh, which is the uh, the one where the turret is far forward and it looks like a bit of a slug, you know? It's just a tadpole, yeah. Yeah. Like, but, yeah, it's, you know, tadpole. Some, you know, tack on, make a whole bunch of World War One tanks. If they could just do these, I'd be so happy. They're, they're riveted to hell, you know, old school uh, suspension systems, multiple turrets on the Mark III. Uh, the Vickers Mark One is... The Vickers Mark One has, um, like you can you can see on it, it's the top left the top left one. It's actually got machine guns coming out uh, the sides of it. Like it's basically an AP like you know sort of APC carrier type arrangement where you got like four extra guys in for machine guns. Callum, if if you keep going, man, you'll have to change your pants again. I've already <laughs> done that once uh, today. Yeah, you're you're on your second set. Yep. But yeah, so these are just really cool tanks. The you know rivet details and they're just they're quirky designs, and they played an important part within the development of British tanks. So yeah, they they deserve a more they deserve a decent model kit for them. They really do. These tanks really remind me of uh, like old British steam engines, like train yeah. aesthetics it, kind. They of. are steampunk to ha as hell. You could tell that there were train engineers working on this thing. Mm. This yeah, stuff looks absolutely. Like Warhammer 40k on acid. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the Mark the Mark III especially is just it's such a quirky looking tank, but it's so cool. <laughs> quirky. It's not like the other tanks, okay? It's different. <laughs> <laughs> it well, actually, you can you. see the because uh, uh, that. That sort of design is very reminiscent of that time. You got the T twenty eight that looks like that, the T thirty five, the A one E one Independent. Um, you know, they've they've all got that sort of multi turret, um, you know, long engine deck, everything pushed up to the front. You know, it's just, it was very uh, how long? Uh, not sure. Long enough. Yep. Many long kilometer. enough to do the job. <laughs> uh. But I mean, it's got. Two Vickers turrets in the front. I mean, it just makes it cool anyway. But yeah. Aww, who who added the uh, the Prius waifu? <laughs> Me. I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you insult Jesus me with that Prius fuck. like that? <laughs> I neutralized it with the hunting Prius. 
I'm more concerned because it's actually attractive shit. Make me act a fool on the podcast. No, I'm um, so. Uh, Dennis, like, hang on, <laughs> let me get my lotion. <laughs> let me pause the uh, chat real quick. But no, uh, no, Dennis, that's super glue. <laughs> <laughs> the I'm CA glue will burn. I'm just remembering when uh, Jeff was telling me, uh, telling us about the time that that actually happened, and someone got su- uh, CA glue on the uh, willy. <laughs> oh no! Imagine being that guy at the show. He's like, "Guys, can you call the ambulance, please?" <laughs> Dad, I hurt myself. What'd you do now, son? I, I don't want to tell you, but help. <laughs> you know how you said you didn't want me to get a circumcision. <laughs> you got the supercision now. <laughs> that's what you. Now that's what you call a ripoff. Oh, oh no! Oh, <laughs> oh okay. Someone, please, oh. please make a, a Prius model kit of a car that's built after 2012. Please, please, anything. I don't care what it is. You only want a Prius so you can match your one and make it rusty as fuck underneath nah, it. No, 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 no. Oh, and a my, flooded I've got... manifold. Damn, I already. <laughs> Yeah, with a leaking manifold. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you're bad for that one. Or one that's uh, burnt out. Or, uh, or, or he's going to get a toe on top. Or with the wheel getting mm. sledgehammered off by a five-foot I-beam. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I, they already make the uh, model year that my car's in. They don't make the same model as my car, but they say make the same year, and it's pretty similar. But no, please, anything made after 2012. The Fujimi kit is great. They should do it again. I like the little Prius C. The GR Prius C is cute. It's like a GRERs. Yeah, that's that's neat. Oh, I wonder right. who added this one. I wonder. <laughs> okay, so it's my belief that the model industry is in dire need of easy-to-assemble, affordable infantry figure sets that are resin-printed, so you get all the details, and come in, they're like kits, right? So you, you spend anywhere from 30 to 60 bucks on a nice kit on average, right? Well, what if I told you, you? I don't personally. Yeah, yeah, that's well, I use AliExpress. I'm, 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 I'm talking about a model kit. If you went out today and you bought a LAV model kit, when 135th scale, you're going to spend about 40 bucks, right? That's like around the average price of a model kit. Well, now think of this. If somebody like <coughs> Tacom started doing infantry sets, you could do like Cold War US. And you see all the rifles and rock, like an anti-tank team. Boom, right there. Uh, you could have um, – like you could do Cold War US and action pose, patrol pose, and resting pose. Three different poses right there alone to – or three different sets you could you could sell for like – 25 30 dollars each and people would buy it if you added like packs weapons they were detailed and they got to be resin printed so they're easy to assemble it's not like a fucking master box kit where every goddamn figure is like 20 pieces each individual fig uh fingers yes. yeah it's all <laughs> god I, uh, I fucking hate master box great figures if you do them right but jesus christ i'd rather build like a like a TACOM or a fucking some other deep, like I'd rather build a dragon kit than do another master box. That's saying something. It is saying something. So here's some examples of some infantry squads, uh, us cold war. And then you got German, uh, Panzer grenadier squad, and then infantry rifle section for the United kingdom. 
just shit like that. It's not that hard to Google and find out certain things. Uh, you know, late war, early war, mid war from World War Two, World War One, Korea, Vietnam, Desert Storm. Uh, you know, modern day, they could have, they could have so many different uh, kits of the shit. It's unreal, and people would buy it. I promise you, people would buy it. Because let's see, I did the math. AliExpress is wonderful. It really is. I love AliExpress. Uh, sometimes it's a hit or miss. You can get some bad ones. Uh, and it takes forever to get here to the States. Now, if a model company who wasn't somebody that just makes figures and sells one figure for $20 fucking dollars, uh, it could really make a killing off this shit. It's literally, it's less plastic to do like 10 or 12 figures than it would be to make like a M114. Right? But you're, you're getting just under what you'd be paying for the 114. Good point, yeah. That that's my proposition. Somebody take and run with it, please, for God's sakes, I'm begging you. <laughs> He's coming in with the plastic to plastic ratios. Please. <laughs> See we, need... we have we have science and data behind our claims. <laughs> if anyone's interested, I, I would happily advise and help make these okay. Please, somebody. I feel like Will from fucking I am legend. Okay, what's next? Ooh, yes, yes. So, my next one is another interwar. Go figure. The M2 medium and light tanks. And I know, Dennis, you made one, but that's resin kit and it doesn't count. It was 20 bucks, dude. Are you really going to take it turned out a $20 resin kit? Uh, I mean, yes, it was the wrong mark. Made it? For, for me, it was, the wrong, it was the wrong one. I prefer the early one, all right? Just me. I like oh, the turret. Oh, Jack, he prefers the early one. We're picking and choosing now, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but so I decided on the M2 medium and light tanks because they there is some variation with them and they do look pretty cool. Um, like take the M1, the M2A2 uh, light tank. That's actually got two turrets that sit side by side, one with a 50, one with a 30 cal in them. Um yeah, as you can see in the photo on the top right, I just I'm just showing it. But these are mm. so the M2 lights are the predecessor of the M3 Stewart, and the M2 medium is the predecessor of the M3 and the M4. So I think they they're just um, like yeah, they just look cool. They got their very old school style that I like. Um, yeah, actually the M the M2A4, which is the one with the uh, yellow stripe on it. That one was actually used in Guadalcanal and whatnot early on with the M3 with the early M3 Stewarts. So that one you can do a oh, uh, right diorama on. of. The rest Hell are yeah. mainly training and stuff. But you know, you can do whatever hey, you want. Dennis, with it. Did a, Dennis did a training FT17, mm. if I'm not mistaken. That's mm. correct. Yep. With a yeah, nice yeah. little uh, conversion kit on that one. <laughs> His favorite. <laughs> 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 I can hear him see the hate yeah. you so much. I did, I wasn't even thinking of the Spaniards, and then you reminded me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here like, yeah, I did. I did do a. I did do a training tank. That's right. I remember that model. And you reminded me. <laughs> <laughs> put but anime yeah. on my slides again. Yeah, I didn't I put think... the anime on your slides. <laughs> you did, but I think like just from a historical standpoint, uh, these would be important models to have. Just because they are the predecessors to the ones that we know and love, and 
you know, they they were used. They they use them mainly as training, but some of them were in combat, and why not? You know, they're, they're similar enough to the M3 that, you know, you can tweak it enough, and yeah, they just look cool. The M2 medium with the early turret, you got the, you can see the machine guns that fight, point backwards on the turret. I mean, come on, what's not to love? These, yeah, I mean, I love, I love these types of uh, vehicles. Like not even these, but just little small interwar things are just so cool. Um, mm. But I'm, I find it really hard to find anything that kind of looks like this for under like 60 fucking dollars yeah that isn't so, a small so, batch or resin or something eh? yeah so something like this should maybe be 40 dollars at the most because you're not getting a lot of plastic with it like it's not a huge thing it, I've, mm. i just find it hard to spend 60 dollars on something that is half the size of something you'd pay half the price for you know yeah maybe that's just me though and I mean the 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 diorama aspects for this would be great. I mean the the M2 oh, especially um, like the M2 mediums uh, they have they have hatches on either side of the um, turret in the roof and there's photos of <clears throat> people being um, you know sitting outside on either side of the turret and it just looks looks great you know the so, fact that yeah. they're so compact as well you could fit even multiple within a scene. Mm. Well, I mean, like, <clears throat> how many how many crew would that have? You'd have driver, then one, two, three, four machine gunners, and then maybe two minimum in the turret. So, imagine Garrison, how many figures you could do sitting around while at rest or something for an M two medium? Yeah. Yes. Uh, but I'm telling yeah. you, someone pick up my fucking idea, please. <laughs> but yeah, they look gr- <laughs> they look great. They're cool little tanks, and yeah. I think that we just need more of them. I agree. For a good yeah, price. For, sure. for a good price. Yeah. And maybe not in resin, please. It was a pain in the ass to work with. <laughs> Do it in resin. Piss them off. <laughs> oh, here's here's mine. Uh, or one of mine. Dodge! This is the Dodge M37. Um, Dodge Ram. No, this, this uh, vehicle... Who... Who makes it? Rodan makes one. It's fucking god-awful. You've summoned uh, uh, Don. Yeah. <laughs> this this uh, this slide is sort of a tribute to Don because he feels passionately about this as well. It's a neat little uh, truck. It's Look how angular it is. I don't know. It's very iconic. It is a cool-looking truck. It's very sharp. Yeah, it's got those... See the safari windows? One pops out each side. Um, oh, yes. the Canadians the use countries. these a lot. Yeah, yeah. So these uh, these are all over. They they use them pretty widespread. You can find a lot of them used as well, uh, like on marketplace and whatever. And another added feature is you can like the one on the right there, bottom right. That is a fire truck. Actually, that's a retired fire truck. So they. They were used for civilian purposes as well. Oh, that's actually dope as fuck. Yeah. So that's why I feel this guy deserves a kit. Just an overall neat truck. And this is another one of mine. The Avro Lincoln, which is also known as the Super Lancaster. Don't let it go to the play. 
<laughs> so basically, it's a, it's an That's upgraded Lancaster. <laughs> skipping over that. <clears throat> but so this is an upgraded Lancaster. Essentially, it's uh, carrying twenty mil cannons instead of three o threes. It's got upgraded engines. It was a bit bigger. Um, down in the bottom left, you can see when the Australians had it, they elongated the nose for um, search and rescue and whatnot. So it it's it looks cool. It's uh, I think it would be a pretty good, a pretty popular kit um, if they came out because you know the, the, all you can find are conversion kits for it to convert it from a Lancaster into a Lincoln. And I think it just deserves its own model outright. You know. That Australian one looks like a Dachshund. It, it does. really does. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I added it. It's just it looks goofy with the uh, elongated nose, but yeah, I no, I not elongated, it's erected. Mm. <laughs> but Very yeah, classy. I think, I think the Lincoln is a cool looking aircraft. I do like um the camera scheme for the top left. You see the uh it's got the P written on the uh, side of the fuselage? Yeah. So for British, that denoted a prototype. So if it was a prototype or testing or something, they put that on the uh, fuselage. So just that would make a uh, make a cool um, detail set uh, decal. Yeah. What guns are on that one? That it's got some long barrels on that uh, top uh, bolt. Twenty mils. Twenty mils. Are they? Yep. So yeah, significant upgrade to the armament and whatnot but yeah that's that's my take ever lincoln love to see it uh this is one that i wanted to see done uh it's the type 11 armored recovery vehicle basically what this is is it is the engineering variant of the type 10 main battle tank that japan is that a protractor on the side it is in fact a protractor yes oh my god why go on uh to to, i think it's because you want to see what angle the uh crane is at yeah, but, uh, <laughs> that would be you if you made a fucking tank. I swear to God. Why do you think I want this one? <laughs> Let's throw a protractor on it. It'll keep Greg away. <laughs> Careful, yeah, it's got I... numbers. <laughs> yeah. And they go yeah, higher but... than five. It's basically like a, a little uh, talisman to keep the garrison away. <laughs> okay, I don't have to look the, at it. Word away the evil spirits. But yeah, I, I think this is a really neat uh, vehicle. Engineering vehicles in general are pretty awesome. And uh, this one being on the chassis of a Type 10, you can basically see from the hull down, it is literally just the Type 10. They just scrapped off the turret. Uh, it's got the hydropneumatic suspension, which is really neat. Uh, and all that really cool camouflage scheme, of course. So uh, I think it'd be neat because there were already Type 10 kits out there. So essentially all you have to do is take the turret, scrap it, and add the superstructure sprues. So you can make one pretty, pretty easily. Prettily easy, huh? Prettily easily, yep. I love it. Red. That's actually really cool. That would it would be kind of cool to have this pulling out like one of those Jap tanks when it got stuck in like a swamp or something on training ground. That'd be a massive kit. That would be, but fuck it. You know, there's uh these went to Yakima training ground garrison, so there's it's there's a non-zero chance you can make a diorama of this pulling an Abrams out. Yeah, but it didn't. So. Oh well. I'll make it anyways. Do it. <laughs> Just make a diorama. I fucking hate you! How dare you! You took away the best feature of the BMP2 
Everything was perfect. Everything. That's not even a PSP. It was all flowing like clockwork. <laughs> Is that a bipod on the BMP one? <laughs> <laughs> We might have to blur this image, Cal. <laughs> the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> I've been waiting for the slide the whole fucking time. <laughs> oh my god. Look what they did to my baby. <laughs> you monster. <laughs> Uh, anyway, well, you know when Anakin looks up at Obi Wan and yells, "I hate you!" That's that's me to you right now. I'm I'm burning in lava, and you're standing there with your little sticky out. Oh my god! Yeah, any, anyway, what are you gonna say, Garrison, about this one? Um, <laughs> I would love it. I would I would genuinely love it if Tacom would all at once make a BMP-2 full interior with a Ukrainian infantry squad to go with it. Like, they just interior. hopped out the bitch. Full interior. Mm. With the digital camo <laughs> as well? Yes. With the waifu included? Or recycling? No! <laughs> <laughs> Tacom collabs with Mr. Hobby. Uh, but... Yeah, that would be that would be pretty cool because the way that the BM2 BMP2, um, you know, has the hatches above, um, having that like open up so you can see straight down into the uh, seating area would be pretty awesome. And it's got the back, the two big back hatches also. Yeah, and also uh, doesn't the BMT BMP2? It's got the those weird gun ports that you can mount like an AK on. Uh, no, that's a BMP3. Because I'm looking down the side of it. And it does. It looks like it's got that. I know on the doors, it's got them. Oh yeah, got them. wait, no, it does. It does. My bad. My yeah. bad. Like, have have you seen how those things work? Like, it's an actual like pintle mount that you can that you clip your the AK onto. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and it's got like a bulletproof <laughs> screen in front and stuff like that. So, yeah, the um, the only thing is like when you see how it like clips together and works, you cannot get your rifle out enough uh, quickly. Like, if you're in a hurry. That's the only downside to it. Can't pull out that fast. <laughs> <laughs> Not with her on there. No! <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> My brain hurts! I'm going to make a compilation of every time we just fuck with Garrison. Thank <laughs> you so there. much, Callum. That was, that, that was a great addition. <laughs> I'm disappointed in you, Brother Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think added the waifu earlier? No! <laughs> no, you didn't. Uh, next slide. Okay. Next slide. Next slide. <laughs> so we're going to have a call back to episode one. I want a T-14 heavy tank. Not the T-14 Amada, because that thing is shit. I want the original T-14. The proper T-14. The original prototype... Assault tank designed, yeah, looks like a Sherman, massive tracks, tons of armor, looks awesome. Enough said, really. This one's yeah. a no-brainer. This is a yeah. no-brainer. I'm like surprised the, there isn't one yet. I know, like this, like as a what-if tank, like having this in, say, Normandy garrison, you know, in yeah. hedgerows and stuff, it would look good. 
You've as a what if tank, yeah, as a what if, sure. But Normandy is like my baby. I love Normandy. And so you're kind of hurting me. I'm not being hypocritical because I just did a what if Normandy build. <laughs> Actually, you think Battle this could get up on the beaches, though? Uh, yeah. Actually, Battle of Bulge, this would be more in line with. Yeah. It looks like, like a battle. Like it's beefy. Like it's got a jacket it's on. It's bulgy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like that. Like. Like this is what would happen if they didn't have these the jumbo. You know, and this bro, it, yeah, through. it's literally if a jumbo, a T thirty four, and a fucking Sherman, like a normal Sherman, had had a threesome, and this is what came out. But That's yeah, the baby so so the- if you're uh, if you're new to this and you are incredibly brave, you'll find all about the T fourteen heavy tank in our episode one. Oh, I wouldn't recommend don't. it. No, don't do that. Unless you're into <laughs> self harm, but yeah, otherwise wouldn't recommend that one. But they yeah. sucked. But honestly, yeah, like actually, uh, Dennis, can you imagine if a Suka did a T14 because it's close enough to a Sherman? I'm I'm kind of surprised that they haven't done it yet, considering that they already have made most of the parts for the T14. I know it's like this is one of those no brainers. Why don't we have this one? It's such a cool vehicle, and you know. Probably because yeah. the demand isn't there. If it would cost realistic. so much. Oh, it would be expensive for this guy. Yeah, I'd say that'd be downside. Hmm. But yeah, I'd buy one. I yeah. I would buy one in an instant. It's just, just a down cool for five looking. orders, please. Ah, <laughs> uh, another no-brainer. Another one we've been talking about for a while. The the holy iltusi. I mean, what what do I really have to say? Don't I'm, really need to. It's no brainer. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm genuinely surprised they haven't made a decent thirty fifth scale kit of this. Like, they haven't made any kit of this. I know. Like, you've got jeeps, you've got mutts, you've got fucking all sorts. You don't have this. It's like, why not? This is just a cooler jeep. Yeah, it's a jeep yeah. like made in Montreal for ten times the cost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, but you can put a tow missile on it. You can put a tow missile on the Jeep. You hate no, it's not the same. It's not the same. It's not the you same. Can, you serious. can do this in white UN. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. There's endless possibilities. It's the perfect HIDF vehicle. It's the crown jewel of the Horizon Islands Arm. It's Horizon the final Island. Boss. Horizon Islands Armed Forces. Holy fuck, did you have an aneurysm? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> but um, there's nothing really to say. I mean, I'm just surprised yeah, that this like, hasn't been done yet. Yeah. Like, this is one, this is definitely a, a vehicle that a kit should have come out with already, you know. Yeah. 100%. Oh, come on, Tacom, get on it. Yeah. I mean, come on, Tacom. I, I, I can this. see Tacom doing it too, honestly. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, you get a lot of possibilities with this one. I mean, you got a Canadian one, you've got, you know, um, German during yeah. Cold War. Um, you know, there's a lot that this one can do. So, you know, why why haven't they done this? Lots of, like, accessories that could be thrown on it as well. There's the soft top, there's the missile, spare tires, gas cans, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, the, yeah. it's got so much um, available for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's just kind of weird that it hasn't happened yet. But but maybe we'll see. 
Wasn't we'll wasn't see. there we'll a rumor? Like wasn't there a rumor? I was the one who spread that rumor. Yeah, that wasn't a true rumor. Did you was make it? it up? No, it was it was a true rumor. I heard it oh. on good authority. Who okay. was supposed to be looking at? Who was supposed to be doing it? Tacom or Trump? Yeah, or Hobby Boss. One of the yeah, one of the three. Hopefully not Hobby Boss. <laughs> oh God! Can you imagine how badly they butcher the art box art? Yeah. Uh. Oh, that would that would be awful. It would be a disgrace. Doing the toasty no favors. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. yeah, seriously, some are. money makers in there. Yeah, yes. good ideas. Absolutely. You know what else is a good idea? Intermission. Let's hit it. Taking a piss. Yeah. Yep. We'll have a brief intermission now, and then we'll be back with uh, Hobby News. So, see you in a bit. Toodaloo! And Bye. Dennis, don't, don't lose Bye. the second oh half God. of the footage this time. I'll try not to. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> if you like it. That shit was hilarious. Yeah. Is Jack back? No, Jack's <laughs> off right now. <laughs> Callum. Yo. Uh, so this Italiary, Italiary, whatever the fuck, Puma, has a shit ton of jerry cans, right? And the straps for it that are yep. supposed to go on here. Mm-hmm. Well, I, for some reason, I hate jerry cans with a burning passion. Why? And there's a lot. Awesome. I, I don't know. They annoy me. There's supposed to be one, two, three, four, uh, see, six jerry cans, six, seven, eight jerry cans is supposed to go on this thing. And I don't want to do it. But thankfully, they knew I didn't want to do that. So they added a photo at set of belts. So you can put, have the container where that holds the jerry cans with photo etch belts that are like hanging loose. And I love it. It makes me so excited because they're all going to be like that except for one. There's going to be one jerry can on this whole thing. Wait, so you'd rather dick around with photo etch than make jerry cans? He's yes, and that's guy. saying something. It, to be fair, this is it's all you got to do is glue the glue the photo etch on one piece, and it's just bending a belt real fast. You don't have to make it pretty, like it's supposed to be a leather belt. So, you, you know what I saw on Instagram the other day? Um, someone did thirty fifth scale uh, tool clamps that actually worked. Like he put it, he yeah. put a um, he put a tool onto it, and then using tweezers, put the hook the clamp around, and then hooked it back and like locked it down. With fucking photo etch. Jesus fuck. I know. I like I looked at it, it's like, that is awesome. Maybe a bit of a waste because like who's ever gonna see that, do that, or anything like that, but like the fact that he could do that is pretty amazing. That's like a big flex. Yeah. For being honest. Like workable fucking clamps with photo etch and thirty fifth. That is nuts. I gotta Like, hey pussies, look at me. I gotta try and find that because that was, was. If I can find it, I'll send it to you because that was awesome. Yeah, I, I've seen one in sixteenth scale, but I haven't seen because it was on Andy's Sherman that he did. Oh yeah, yeah. But I haven't seen the thirty-fifth one, man. That's fucking. That's awesome. Yeah, I'll need to try and find it. Yeah, because it's pretty cool. So our next episode, when is? When is the okay? Real quick, uh, are, actually, are we still? Never mind. We'll talk about it after. Alrighty, now let's do the hobby news. Sounds good. I love doing hobby news. It's actually one of my favorite segments. Ah, oh, oh, 
So. Oh, uh, intermission. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, we need another one. Uh, yes. That's going to be a Patreon segment for sure. We're going to have to have this in the only So, So, the reason Garrison is getting off is Magic Factory <laughs> are releasing the Vought Corsair F4U 1A2. It is a two in one kit in 48 scale. So that means that there are two kits included in the box, the F4U-A1 and the F4U-2. On these kits, the wings can be built uh, folded or unfolded. Ooh, awesome. Detailed rivet and panel lines for the outer skin, accurate engine appearance and external details, instrument panel parts with or without details for modelers who use aftermarket, optional positions for separated rudder control surfaces, flaps and aerolons. That's cool. Exhaust pipes for both types included. Gun bays can be built open with gun and belt provided for your preference. Detailed Dude. landing Yep. Detailed landing gear and wheel well. Finely printed decals included for four painting schemes. And photo edge parts. That is God. a very good that is that you get a lot with that. Uh, also comes with cockpit masks for both types because I believe they have um, bird. Yeah, the F4U-1 has the bird cage, and the F4U-2 doesn't. It has the, uh, what do they call the non-bird cage one? It's just a bubble one, or like clear. I can't remember. You don't know, me too excited. <laughs> like, I'll, being completely honest, I would pay 80 American dollars for that. That is a lot of material, and that's a, th- let's see, what was the scale again? 48? That's forty eighth, yep. Fucking Christ, dude. Holy hell. That that is a lot included. Like that is two two kits in one and you get a shit ton with it. That is really good detail. Like that is a good thing. Good job. who who's doing this? Magic Factory. Magic Factory. Also, you may know them from their Iron Dome and thirty fifth scale. Congratulations, oh. guys. That's fucking spectacular. What the fuck? <laughs> so up, up next we have a new release from resin scales they're the guys who do their 35th resin resin case and they are releasing the t1 t110 e3 tank destroyer this is the uh tank destroyer based off the t110's um prototype series so it's a casemate it has a 155 millimeter cannon and it just looks plain old awesome it is massive and yeah it's a resin kit, so. so so y'all think this looks awesome, but not the stug. Yes, yes. You mean you mean stug number three forty one in the second week of May? <laughs> yeah, they're kind of bringing that upon themselves. Yes. What is that boxer? That what looks the, like it's what? seventy years old. I know, yeah, the Dragon box arts need a bit of an update, but Dragon are releasing a Sherman Mark 1C Firefly Hybrid. Of course, wait, wait, they releasing or re-releasing? Uh, yeah. It's hard to tell. <laughs> like, with their box arts, it's supposed this to be new. new. pre-weathered. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, the, that box art is from their, yeah, their smart kit. Dude, I have, oh my god, the 38T has a more updated box art than that. Yeah, but this is... Even uh, the- so this is a new parts oh. apparently, but yeah. Uh, every oh, okay. 
every bit of the font, every every little bit of that seems just so old. I know. Um, I like yeah. the extended toolbox at the back, though. Yeah, I got to say though, it's a Firefly hybrid. They do look cool. A hybrid for people who don't know what a hybrid uh, Sherman or Firefly is is basically the front half is cast. So it's got the rounded corners and whatnot, and then the back end uh, well, is welded, and it's more angular and pointy. But I got—I actually quite like hybrid Shermans. I don't know why they're just well, they get they, better uh, gas uh, gas. Economy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think they got like, the regenerative raking. Yeah, like I like I don't like um like the M M four A one the full cast. Not a big fan of, but the hybrid one where it's cast on the front, welded on the back. I do like, of course, this is a Firefly, so it makes it even better. But yeah. Hmm. Does Just the Mandifold flood? Probably. Uh, probably. And it probably, I, like, I the wanna... uh, high voltage battery gets disconnected every so often, so it just floods dead in this middle of the street. Mm. I you have really to replace one to of the do... cells. I want to do a fire f- the, the Firefly that destroyed Whitman. That won't be this one. That destroyed Whitman? It was a Canadian 5C. It's not a Mark 1C. But Ryfield Bless makes you, it good Canadians. for that. Bless you, Canadians. Mm. So this what is a... What the fuck is that? Uh, is that the... I'll, is I'll that... tell you what it is. It is a... Uh, an That's a AMX... Harry Potter reference on that box. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a, this is a uh, new AMX Ghibli. It's... Ghibli, yeah, whatever. Yeah. So this is a new release by Atelier in seventy second. Um, yeah. I, li- I like um, I like the uh, this is on modeling news, right? Uh, this is the very first thing that you see when it comes to this one. Atelier is often criticized for a pl- for a plethora of rebox releases. Today they have an all new kit in the form of the AMX Ghibli in seventy second. That's a bit shady. <laughs> if this is what their new box is, I want to go back to the re-release. This is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is apparently a 100% new mold kit, uh, photo photo etch included, for markings of your choice, and it'll be available in the first weeks of June. Yeah. So it would be a cool HIDF, yeah. Yeah. Like I'm not sure what this aircraft even is, like where it's originally from. I want to say France, but just for the AMX part, but I'm not sure. The yeah, the box the art is just the same sense. plane, copy and pasted. <laughs> yeah, it is. Italian, <laughs> 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 oh, uh, I cannot wait to take. I'm going to get your kit, and uh, the moment I get this kit shipped into the store, um, it's going right in the back room. It's not even going out onto the shelf. I would. Uh, I think it's. <laughs> I think it's Italian, but um, I gotta say though, Too much, probably the, the decal and marking options are pretty cool. Oh, it's an Italian aircraft, so yeah, mm. that's yeah explains a lot. But it does give um, markings for the ISAF, the RAF, the uh, and two Italian um, squadrons. So I got yeah, they do. It does look right, the decals. Yeah, I wonder but... what the RSAF would be like. No, Horizon mm. Island's Navy. It's the carrier fighter. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, I'll be honest, when you look at the actual photos of it, it looks all right. But in the box art, yeah. The box art is so ass. The box art just does not help at all. You look at... It looks like we designed it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, like, you you look at photos of it in real life, it actually has some really cool weathering underneath the... um, Underneath it, just from like ports That's and stuff, cool. it, it looks pretty. It actually looks like a pretty good aircraft. So, I don't know. Maybe the fact that it's a tallery just puts everyone off. Uh, what's next? That looks intricate. So, uh, this is the Storm Factory F5E and F5F Tiger Twos. And. <laughs> 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 oh yeah, it's a Tiger too, no less. He's coming. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so where is the? There it is. So first off, we have the F5E Tiger Two ROCAF Seventh FTW Top Gun Limited Version. So. I mean, it looks cool to the uh, decals that they give. So you, so there is one for Taiwan, uh, Taiwanese markings as well. Hmm. Yeah, and then the uh, they also had they were also releasing the five the F five F, which is the two seat ver- trainer version with tiger stripe. Um, that was schemes, so cool. Which yeah, the box art is really good. Look in the F five. It has the F five or the F five F has the F five E in the background there. Yeah, yeah. Take notes. And also, the first batch of kits uh, will be supplied with bonus three D printed exhaust nozzles. So, hmm. yeah, and and all. Also, these aren't in seventy second. These are in thirty. These are thirty second scale. So, yeah. That's a display piece. That's good. <laughs> uh, apparently, retail price is about 100 US for both kits. <laughs> oh, man. I've never heard someone withdraw so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> the pullout game is a nice one. Yeah, strong pullout game on Greg's end there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. What's next? Ooh, Not again. That's cool. Not again. <laughs> Same exact kit. You could have just made different <laughs> markings, but no. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool every time. <laughs> and of course, Mini Art are releasing a 1.5 ton 4x4 G506 cargo truck. This one is Eastern European markings. Is it the same kit? Oh, Most definitely likely. No, why, no, why would you do that they if you could a... just supply the whole kit? Yeah, you have to buy the $60 kit. Yeah. It does include a metal dumb? chain. It does include a metal chain yeah. in it, but... Oh, so, wow, wow metal it. chain. I know it was still like that. Wow. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. In the markings provided, we have Czechoslovakia, late 1940s, Poland, late 40s, Kiev region, Ukraine, 1940, although you could probably do that nowadays and it would be applicable. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Germany, Soviet occupation zone. And, la- 
and Latvia, late 1940s, with some... Dude, the markings are just boxes. <laughs> what? No, actually, the, uh, no, they actually do have markings on, like, different markings for each one, so... With oh, different okay, languages, I thought... Though. I thought it was just the red and black boxes. No, no, Imagine. no. It's, um, no, like the Czechoslovakia is the one that's shown on the box art. The Poland one has uh, yellow writing on the door. The Kiev oh, okay, one cool. has Russian um, Cyrillic on the bed. Uh, the German one has the German one has German a German slogan written on it, and the Latvian one has Latvian. So you know, something there okay. for someone. Yeah, not much. Mm. I mean, it's a cool truck, so, you know. Mm, yeah. You could HIDF that. Alrighty. And now, let's discuss what we've been working on. Sounds good. Oh, great. Ooh. Uh, yes. Less is das. This is the 2011 Trumpeter Type 87 air defense uh, gun. Basically, this is the Japanese Capard. It is a an anti-aircraft gun built on the chassis of the Type 74 battle tank. Uh, this is why I've just this is my latest project. Um, yeah, basically painted all within a day. I kept the weathering on this very light because in reality, Japanese uh, uh, any aircraft guns almost never get any dirt on them. So in fact, hmm. this would actually be fairly heavily weathered. So so is this basically their their main battle tank, and then they've just taken the turret of a Japard? Pretty or is much, it but with a better air uh with a better air search radar. Yep. Okay. So, so it's not yeah. so it's like a license built and then they just modified it for themselves, or is it literally uh, just a taking it only, off? The only uh non Japanese, like the only non self designed part here is actually the uh, twin Orlikan cannons. The cannons wow. are actually the only part that are not the uh that are not homemade. Yes, yeah, so even though okay, like from a neat. doctrine standpoint and from a design standpoint, very similar to the Capard. Nope, completely different vehicle. Yeah, yeah. So, but, uh, so they. Yeah, so I tried. Yeah, the thirty thirty mils are the same as the Japards, but that's about it. That's literally about it. Yep. I mean, those are they are doing some work. Those are those the guns they have on them are bloody good. Yeah, but uh, the only major thing I did with this kit was the Type seventy four chassis that this is built on has the hydropneumatic suspension, which can articulate. So I actually uh, modified the suspension a bit to uh, make it so that's leaning back because I saw a really cool photo of one doing that at, a, at an exhibition. So I thought, yeah, you know what? That's cool. Suspension, I can so it's it squatted. With. Yeah, it's squatted. It's tooted, actually, if you oh. want to have the accurate word. <laughs> <laughs> it went to South Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's the, the Chick-fil-A version. <laughs> uh, so more oh. work on my Horizon Island Defense Force vehicle, the M113. So uh, the main thing I've done is I wrote the rest of the slogans I wanted to put on, and I even managed to get the Geneva one uh, matched up with the chipping. So it'd be so it'd look like some of them were painted on later, some of them earlier. So some of them that does go over the chipping, some of them it doesn't. So shows that it was chipped away later. Um, and then I've just started on the dirt weathering with pigments and stuff like that because just so I can try and figure out the sort of dirt color I want and then I can match it to the uh, diorama where that it's going to go on eventually. So I'm at the point now where I can start searching up to look, start doing the electronics for it and then I've just got the flame tank to sort out. And that's it. Nice. 
How did you uh, do the writing on the sides? Was that just paint and a brush? Uh, enamel white paint thinned out, and then with my fine, my Tamiya detail painting brush that's like ultra, ultra fine. And it's like the one part, the one paintbrush I've spent like eight bucks on. And it okay. like goes, put the cap on each time. It's like, well, it's like my most well looked after paintbrush. The rest is cheap. <laughs> Hell yeah. It, lo- it looks great. Ooh. And then this was what I was working on last week. Uh, my Mother's Day present. So this is the Academy 1 to 288 um, Space Shuttle nice and scale. Transport. It's wow. a weird scale, but it's actually a, it's actually larger than you think it is. It's actually a pretty... It was a pretty... No, I won't say that. It wasn't a very good kit. It, um, very poorly fitting. The So the shuttle itself, the black parts, the plastic for those was actually black as well. And it was really weird. Um, like when, it, when, um, when you scrape it to get rid of lines and stuff like that, it, it acted weird with the, uh, extra thin, like it went, it didn't act normal. It felt a, the, the plastic itself is a bit rubbery. Mm. Um, and then it actually, like when it melted with the, uh, extra thin, it went like it spread everywhere and it, yeah, it was odd. To say the least, but just kind of like ultra glossy type of thing. No, not ultra glossy. It was actually the opposite. It was quite matted, and it was it was similar. It was rubbery. That's the only oh, way I can describe it. It was like this sort kinda of kind of like the stuff that uh, Tamiya puts inside their uh, their wheels. Yeah, sort of that. Like, but not quite that. Like somewhere in between. It was. It's odd. It was very odd, but whatever. I managed to get it done literally with half an hour to spare and managed to give it to her later that night and she absolutely loves it so yeah it was a a pretty cool kit to put together and looks very striking so yeah the micro machines podcast is proudly sponsored by scale colors and scale colors 3d uh we would just like to thank uh scale colors so much for all the support that uh, jeff has been giving us and uh definitely if you are in the market for non-toxic airbrush paints Especially if you're looking for anything naval related, definitely head to scalecolors.com. That's scalecolors.com to get all of your non toxic airbrush painting needs. And that's not all. If you are in the market for individual link uh, resin printed tank tracks, again, Scale Colors 3D, Jeff has you covered. He has some really crazy looking uh, 3D printed tracks, as well as a couple of accessories like. Uh, resin welding kits and uh, actually some 3d printed tank barrels so if you're in the market to take your kit just to that next level uh, head on down to scalecolors.com and scalecolors 3d thanks jeff thanks jeff and then and just remember if you do buy anything off jeff let him know we sent you and thank you as always to our patreon supporters you make this possible we're so grateful for you we love you intimately <laughs> we're gonna save it up and buy one single model kit at the end of the year <laughs> no it's, it's going it's going towards the it, cost of running the podcast yes no it's going towards buying more pandas <laughs> so we can build an empire no it um because there are running costs with um like the hosting for spotify and um that's true stuff yeah. like that so you know it just helps helps keep our overheads down low and it means that 
yeah, we can keep providing good. I was going to say great content. We can keep supplying content, um, <laughs> something. Uh, but yeah, big big thanks to Paul Gallagher and Lord Floki. If you want to join them, just go to um, Patreon and search for Micro Machines Podcast. You will find us there. You will find some additional videos, uh, outtakes, stuff we can't put on YouTube or Spotify. Uh, I mean, it's not too consistent, <laughs> but you know, you get. There's also a bonus episode of that um, Great. we never released on YouTube man. because I think I we choked. just screwed up. Nah, I edited that bit out. But yeah, um, you'll find the occasionally you'll, there'll be new content, but otherwise, yeah, it's just showing showing your support to us. And yeah, thanks a lot to the L two supporters. We love you, boys. Well then, that was an episode. Oh, I guess it was. <laughs> if you have been watching and listening up until this point, you have been watching the Micro Machines podcast. Thank you all so much for sticking with us, and we will return next week with the Ezra, F35. probably. Yeah, it, and... it's going to be at the F35 and me bringing Ezra in a headlock. All right, then. I'm going to be recording at his Starbucks in Truth or Consequences, so a live show there. <laughs> Uh, alrighty then. Alrighty. Bye, everyone. See ya. Bye.